Hey, and welcome to Dads Who Love Sports. I'm Jeff Graytrick, and with me, as always, Shannon Hartley. Your boy, Shannon Hartley. It's your boy. Shannon, we got a special <laughs> uh, coronavirus episode because we're we're not together for the first time recording. Yeah, we are quarantined in our homes this week, like the rest of the world, pretty much. Um, so sadly, we can't be together and cuddle while we record. Yes, which is what we do every single time. Um, but we do have a special little treat. Because we're not together, we decided to uh, have a guest on. Woo! So we've got our friend Courtney with us. Courtney, are you there? Yes, I am. Hello. Hello. Courtney's in the house. Thanks for having me, guys. No, Courtney is not in the house. That's the point. Oh. No, Courtney's <laughs> in her house. I really appreciate um, the gifts that you guys left for me on the doorstep, though, and the drinks and all the good stuff. Whoop, whoop. Just really make welcome. me feel like I'm at home, you know? Right. <clears throat> hey, uh, first question, Courtney. Yeah, uh, hit me with it. Are you a dad who loves sports? Ooh, you know, I honestly was kind of afraid that this might come up. Um, I am not a dad who loves sports, but I like to tell people I I know dads who love sports. I bring it up in all my conversations. That works. We appreciate the plug. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I do what I can. Oh, yeah. So, Courtney, if... For the people who are listening out there, if you had to describe yourself, you know, just quickly in an elevator pitch so they can get to know you a little bit, what would you say about yourself? Oh, man. You know, actually, Shannon, I thought about reading uh, my Bumble profile that you wrote for me, just going, going way back. Um, but, uh, I do not have that handy. Um, but let's see. I... Am a, I work with kids and youth at my church. That's pretty much 90% of my job. I have a ton of friends that I love spending time with. Um, some people describe they me. sound great. Oh, they are really fun. Um, as the most high-maintenance, low-maintenance person that they've ever met, which I have found to be somewhat true about myself. Um, I like to have a good time, use humor in all situations, and that's pretty much it. Sounds like you like to party. Oh, that's probably too far, huh? Hi, I'm Rob. I like to party. <laughs> I'm Rob. I like to party. No, I'm Rob, and I like to party. <clears throat> okay, that's fine. I guess I like to have my version of a good time, which is different. I'm an so introverted, you, extrovert, extroverted introvert, one of those. So you brought up a great segue that I, I wanted to talk about while you were on the podcast. Uh, you mentioned your, your Bumble account. So <laughs> for, <laughs> for all the, you know, on here. <laughs> you know, our, uh, our target demographic right now is surprisingly not female, yeah. but Lots of younger dudes. Yeah, I'm so, here to bridge the gap. Uh, I feel like so, maybe you're here to uh, find somebody to you know get rid of that gap. You know what I'm saying? Are you are you looking for a dad who loves sports? You know, honestly, this isn't the best time to look for love. I've been told. Good point. I don't know. Have you have you seen have you seen the, uh, Every, the new show? Everybody in my house is taken. What's what's the new show where they can't see each other? Love is blind or whatever. I like how you pretend that you don't already know the title to that. No, I'm literally having a brain fart. I've seen it. I just is that I can't remember the title. I don't know. Your kid. No. I think it's Love is Blind. It's. I have heard of I mean, it. I haven't watched it. But have you seen The Voice? Uh, Goodness. Yeah. The Gosh. Voice is great. The Voice is making me laugh so hard every time. So all you Why? Is it Jonas or Blake or what? They're all so funny together. That's true. Kelly's great. John is like subtly funny. Right? So Nick, subtly funny. 
Nick is like quiet funny, but also so cute. And then they just pick on him all the time and it's just adorable. And then Blake and Nick got this little bromance going. Hey, you know what, Jeff? John Legend kind of reminds me of you sometimes. Thank you. Oh my gosh. You're Wasn't welcome. he the sexiest man alive? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, how did, here, Courtney, how did, naked, but I'll take the compliment. <laughs> How does Jeff remind you of John Legend? They, up, they, they have a similar personality. It's like a vibe. You never felt that? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> I think you're not giving Jeff enough credit. Thank you. Thank you, Courtney. Are you, Shannon, okay. you're just mad well, that I didn't say that about you. Um I had a lady I had a lady once tell me that I looked like Adam Levine. No. Which I, which I don't agree with. Yeah. <laughs> but it happens, so there's that. Yeah, it's not who I would say for you. Um, I'm thinking that this is all on recording, too. So, <laughs> that's right up there with our, uh, our, our mutual friend, Julia, who uh, said that I was, if we did a Brooklyn Nine-Nine cast, yeah. I would Alta. Like one of the best compliments ever. Yeah. Oh, it is recorded, so we can't go back on it. Well, I guess try to give me. I'm trying to open up your demographics, you know. I like it. Thank yeah. you so much, Chrissy Teigen. Now she's a listener. Oh, Chrissy good. Teigen is a listener. Good, yeah. She's joining the race. You just one step to John. Then maybe he'll give you a call, and you guys can chat. I mean, I mean that'd be fine, I guess. If you like, nice. He's got your number, doesn't he, Jeff? What? Me and John? Well, not my number. We do WhatsApp. Oh, oh okay. Cute. Not Marco Polo? Yeah, no, what's... being risque, you know? Oh, gosh. Marco Polo is so in right now. It's true. Every day, I get, like, 14 new, like, suggested. Right? Of all I of your friends are now getting Marco Polo because it's become super relevant. Yeah. The extrovert... The extrovert in me sends welcome messages to like everyone. Shut up! I never got one. Well, that's we joined at like the same time, like months ago. Whatever. Um, but I literally just sent one to Joel tonight. Our friend Joel. I did see Joel? that he joined. He did. You didn't get yeah. that. Oh, I sent Joel one. I took his. I took his Marco Polo virginity. Oh gosh. Making me blush. Yeah. Put that V card. That's really awkward. Yeah. What? This feels inappropriate. What? Well, it feels so PJ so mature rating on your podcast now? We'll let him be the judge of that. Okay. I'll just say the word virginity. Oh, um, what's going to the MP card? Mm, there it is. It's better. There it is. It's better. Yeah, we're gonna have to mark this one explicit, Jeff. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Rated for teens only. That when we invited Courtney on. Oh man. What? I'm so innocent. Well, yeah, <laughs> just swear like a sailor. Oh no, no, I don't. I never but swear. She drinks like what now? I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Oh, we're just really trying to we're just really trying to blacken your name while you're on here. I did see somebody post something about how like I've never drank and I haven't had one drink since this whole like house quarantine thing. And then someone else wrote, "I've drank enough to feed a small village." I was like, <laughs> I swear in between those two. Oh yeah. <laughs> Are is any of you guys drinking any uh, beverages? Oh, right now? Yeah. Right now? No. In oh, no. recording fashion, I have three different drinks in front of me. I have a water, a beer, and a coffee. I'm drinking mm. Coffee and beer. What a mix. I mean, I'm not, like, drinking them in, like, subsequent, like, at the same literal time. Uh-huh. Pretty cool, though. Yeah. Why are you doing that? And half my run sheet is like covered up and I can't get to it without leaving the recording. So it's your time to shut up. Uh, oh, are you on your phone, Jeff? 
No, but I'm on a browser that if I hit reload, it'll log me out, I think. And I don't want to take the chance. I actually thought about the question that you guys had there decked down for me. So I really need to make sure that you ask me it. Which question? So Courtney, as someone who um, I would say self-proclaimed self isn't a huge um, sports enthusiast, not that you don't like sports, you just don't watch that many sports. Yeah, um, I prefer live sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being there, that's a lot more fun. Yeah, yeah. Same with my wife. Yes. So, I mean, same with me. I mean, I, I will always prefer live sports over TV sports, but that doesn't mean that I don't love TV sports with a fiery passion, because I do. True. It's very true. And that's the difference between us and Courtney. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the only difference. Jeff and I will be watching NBA players play video games this weekend, and we are going to love yeah. it. And that sounds like hell to you, probably, Courtney. Yeah, it's not my favorite thing to do. I probably wouldn't put it up there high on the list. But you're going to do it, right? Nope. <laughs> okay. Um, you're lost. So with that, but I think that's cool that NBA players are going to do that. We'll get into that in a little bit. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're skipping ahead. So with that being said about you not being a huge sports enthusiast, you have played sports in the past. You've coached sports. Yeah. But I'm wondering, do you have a most memorable sports moment in your life? Yeah. So I, like you said, I both played and coached. I did get a concussion coaching volleyball. But when I was coaching. coaching, yes, I got a concussion coaching. Um, when I played softball until the fourth grade and my mom was my coach and she would always put me in the outfield because she didn't want to show favoritism, air quotes, that's what she would tell me, took me a couple of years to realize it was because I was not good enough to play um, any of the other positions, but I did make quite a few daisy chains and crowns while I was out there. Cool. You guys know what daisy chains are? <laughs> no? Yes, very familiar. Yeah. I feel like Emma would... That sounds like... Basically, the ball, they put you, what, in right field? Is that the one behind first? Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. That's when you uh, have the opposite of a ringer. Someone you've got to put on the team, but uh, they suck. Hey. Oh, right I'm not saying that's just where you put them. I'm sorry. Your mom's the one who put you there. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> she did put me there. But yeah. then I got to play catcher for a year, too, and that was fun. Nice. That's fun. Yeah. Hey, I made my eighth grade baseball team. There was like an A and a B team. I made the A team because the coaches, uh, two sons – uh, told coach that uh, Jeff, I was funny, and so they wanted me on the team. That was me making the last spot, not because of my baseball acumen, but because of my humor. And I thought it was weird that my mom told me that, like, as it happened. She was just trying um, to keep you humble. Didn't work. I, I don't care. I was like, I made the 18. I love Like, in my defense, we just realized that softball wasn't my sport because, I mean, I went on to coach volleyball later. I was just in the wrong sport. And didn't you coach in the wrong lane? Because you got paid? What? Did you get paid for coaching? I did get paid for coaching. So you have coached, you have professionally coached yes. volleyball. Yes, I you have, haven't coached professional volleyball, but you have professionally coached. I have professionally coached. Yes, I was paid very well, by the way. Nice. I've also coached soccer and basketball. Uh -huh. Professionally? Yes. Wow. And I have won. What is our definition I have of won all of because the games I have coached in soccer and basketball. You have what? I've won all the games I've coached in soccer and basketball. Wow. Like both of them? Yep, both games. <laughs> Jeff, you, Jeff, you know the M's aren't professional just because they're getting paid, right? They're 100% professional. You can put 
professional and running a professional baseball. They're on an MLB team with a major like with the contract. They're a hundred percent professional. I guess you're right. They're professional. They're just not the top of no. the. They're not, they're not the, the most top. professional, but they are professional. It's like G League basketball players are professional basketball players. Yeah, I guess you're technically right. Technicalities. We live on them. Just to, just for comparison's sake, for our listeners who might not know. Um, we are comparing G League and minor league baseball to professional players, along with Courtney, who was a professional volleyball coach. Um, but these were for like 12 year olds, right? Yeah. So, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Yeah, paid by the school district. So, while it was technically professional, well. it's a different level of professional for minor yeah. league baseball. I will say that my last season was undefeated. So, nice. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Even as a goat, Courtney probably got paid better than a lot of uh, like G leaguers and Triple A baseball players. Yeah, That's I don't know if you can say this, but I actually got paid more coaching than I did working at the school. So nice. Hey, those after after school activities. Yeah, they big, do. <laughs> That's where it's at. All right, I got my uh, run sheet to load, so we're good there. Next thing we got is is just coronavirus oh, in general and how gosh. it's uh, affecting our world right now. How are you guys' work situations going? My work is is good. <laughs> we're, uh, we're open. I run a restaurant, and uh, we're I open. saw a video of you on the internet today of me dropping all the pans. Yeah, yeah, video. <laughs> Literally, like the instant it happened, every like my whole staff was just like. They like stopped in the hallway. They're like, "Please find that on the cameras." <laughs> so I was like, "I've posted many videos of other people doing fail type things, so it only seemed fitting." But yeah, business is good. We were we did over half our business already, uh, takeout and delivery. Mm-hmm. We were we were ready for this. I mean, not like ready for this, but like it's really like we're not changing a whole lot. It's just that all the orders are coming through the phone. So it's probably, is it actually even a little bit easier since you don't have people coming in and you're not like cleaning tables and like tending to people? I mean, that part's, I mean, I guess easier, but like every order over the phone, I mean, it's just always so much easier in person for anything. You know what I mean? I mean, literally they're phoning it in. So it's not, I wouldn't say easier is the right word. It's it's just different. Um, but the cool thing was in uh, December, I convinced my business partner, who's also my dad, but still partner, that we needed to upgrade to three phone lines instead of two. Oh, smart! Where the phones are blowing up, you know, because instead of just a couple people, you know, in line, even though it's you know slower, it's just everything's coming through the phone. So because you guys deliver, right? Yes. Nice. Yeah. So we're we're definitely adapting. It's definitely slower and stuff, but it's we're trucking along and we're happy to be able to be open and serve. That yeah. is awesome. It's good to hear that things are going yeah. fine. We'll make it. Court, how about yeah. you? How are things changed? My job is a little rougher because of this whole COVID thing. 90% of it happens in groups of more than 10 people. And so, yeah, it's, it's just a little bit more difficult to try. I mean, even if you can find a way for people to connect online, it's still not the best way to connect. Um, so all the things that I used to do when we would get, like when people would come and we would gather at a youth group or church or whatever it is, um, it's definitely harder to do now. So there's just a lot of changing those kind of things. And then there's also just like trying to communicate as a staff together, not being in the same spot ever has been a little bit more challenging. I feel like I'm like relearning how to read everybody all over again. (laughs) <laughs> that's yep. interesting 
Yeah. Um, for me, it's been, yeah, it's been a lot different. Um, we all work in the office, but we're all now working from home. I work in the publishing industry for those listening that don't know. So, um, I work in marketing, so I, um, I market books and, uh, yeah, it's like crazy working from home with two two little girls, uh, almost three year old and a ten month old. Um, it's just crazy and it's a mess all the time. So actually, yesterday uh, was the first day I actually got out of the house and went to um, our church offices, and it's it was quiet there and there's not really many people there at all. So um, I was able to get a lot done, which was a really good feeling. So Sweet. just. Yeah, I, I kind of love it because it's hard to like, I've always thought that I would really enjoy working from home, but it was really hard to tell with just like being locked in your mm-hmm. house. <laughs> so finally getting out and being able to work in an environment where is where you can get more done. It's like, yes, I would love this. Like, I know I would love it. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because we were talking about a lot of what I'm doing right now, I would enjoy. Like, I would work from home sometimes during the week. And even, like, the ability to just be home or not have as many things to do is actually really nice. But losing the ability to choose, I think, is pro- is one of the hardest parts. Yeah, I, uh, for those of you who don't know, us three, uh, with our, you know, other, you know, families and friends, we, we see each other multiple times a week. Yeah. And so yeah, that's probably been the hardest part. On purpose. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and that's probably been the hardest part for me and my wife, Kelsey, because we like, we miss the people that we choose to hang out with mm-hmm. like, our coworkers and Kelsey loves her coworkers, but it's a little bit, you know, it's different, obviously. Um, and the crazy thing is, is I'm, we were talking about this, you know, earlier this week is even during this, you know, madness, we're kind of an exception because we actually do get to see other people, you yeah. know, who, like know and care about and love, um, you know, it's a different, you know, relationship for sure. But it's like, we do have that interaction that isn't, you know, the Fred Meyer or Costco employee and, you know, each other. So it's, it's definitely like, that's been the hardest thing for us is like, man, like I want to, I want to see you guys, you know, I want to see our, you know, our, our friends and stuff. Cause mm-hmm. it's been so long though. So. Well, like at our house, we're doing like the stay home. So really, I mean, I haven't left at all. in like the last week and a half, I did walk to the mailbox today and around the block. Um, but you know, my boss lives like eight houses down and is also a friend and yet it's like, I haven't actually seen him or, or any of my friends or any of my neighbors that I'm close to in almost two weeks. Yeah. Which is just nuts. Well, and the crazy thing is, is that I'm thinking ahead, it like, it's going to be like that for the next month, yeah. two months, maybe, maybe even yeah. longer. And that it, is, sir. It, <laughs> It's a lonely yeah. feeling. way of like, we shouldn't be doing that. Let me rephrase. You know what I mean? It's just more of just like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's going to oh. be. Yeah. So this much is, disbelief. Court, court, you got to get that bumble back up and going. And <laughs> How do you do that though right now? <laughs> like, hey, I'd like to hang out. You just have one or two responses like, hey, when this thing's over, first day. <laughs> And then the other response is like, oh, my gosh, I would love to, but it's illegal. I and guess then it, like, it would so. weed out any kind of like there for the wrong reasons. Right? Yeah. Yeah. This is actually, this is actually another great segue because I saw this Instagram post. <laughs> because I saw this Instagram post of this guy who uh, – was looking out his window and saw this girl. He lives in like a in a urban was city. Was she on her rooftop? And yes, did. did you see that? <laughs> and she was dancing for TikTok yeah. or something. And he sent, he sent his With drone his phone down. Number. Uh, phone number. And then they like social distance, went on a date and like FaceTimed or something and had yes. dinner. Yes, I did uh, see that. He went to meet her. 
And he went to meet her in a bubble. Oh, man. So I guess love is still alive, Wait, that, guys. Love is still alive. That could it be could. Man. Oh, by the way, by the way, Courtney, you probably saw that on on my uh, on my oh, story. Oh, did you post it? Maybe I did. Yeah. yeah. It's it's funny because technology has been a real gift during this time, but it also is just like not enough. And so I keep thinking like, man, it's so nice that we have this and it's a way to connect with people, but it also just can't be the only thing that we use to connect with people. Like I I do need real physical relationships and that kind of stuff and Sometimes as an introvert, I don't think that's true. But going through this, I'm like, hmm, I'm glad we have technology, but it's just not, it's not all we make it out to be. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. Things like that where it's like, you know, these opportunities to, you know, connect in different ways and stuff or connect at home in different ways is such a beautiful thing. And I hope that we don't lose like all of it. Mm-hmm. You know, we hope like the idea of like hey i don't need to go out like i can go hang out in my backyard yeah. you know that yeah. going out for dinner is, is great but so is getting takeout and watching a movie at home you know like so mm-hmm. it's not well, I made my own coffee every single of... day this week preach <laughs> you normally just okay that's it. not true john's actually made my coffee three out of the four days this week but John is. Oh, John is one of my roommates. Right. But I just want to say this. John is like one of the coolest people you could ever know. So most of you will not have the opportunity to know who John is. And you should be sad about that. (laughs) Jeff, he's never going to hear this. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was like, you better, you better tell him about it. You live with him. Yep. Oh, that's funny. Uh, gosh, I was gonna say something while you guys were talking, but then I forgot. Oh, uh, I know what I was gonna say. Um, yeah, the funny thing is, is that like what you were talking about with like being around friends physically and and having those connections. Like, yeah, we can still go out and like go on a hike or like go go do things outside, like go ride on our bike. But like the fact that we like really can't be around mm-hmm. people is such a struggle. Yeah. Like, we can still do things. We just can't do things together. Yeah. And it's easier for us to compartmentalize it because we're, you know, adults or yeah. I don't know. But like Shin and I, like we have daughters that are two years old that are friends. Mm-hmm. And don't understand. So yesterday we had, we were going to drop something off at Shannon's house and I was like I'm waiting till like Emma is awake so that they can at least like wave from the window and it was super cool but also like ridiculously depressing mm. the whole time I get wow. out I get out and I'm like oh crap no and she was like she was I was like did you have fun and she goes yeah so you know what you can joy transcends this but they're used to seeing each other all the time too what's that like Mm -hmm. the two of them are used to seeing each other all the time like being at each other's house several times a week Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but hazel's kind of the same way um it's like so cup half full like she can go to something she didn't even really enjoy that much. And then when we're leaving, she'll be like, I had so much fun. <laughs> that was the best. And you're like, I want to be like that. <laughs> yeah, you are not like that. <laughs> Today, Kelsey had to work and I needed something to do. So me, Emma and Everett went for a drive. And we went and watched. We wanted to go see the airplanes. I wanted to go see the airplanes. It's something to do. So we went and parked to watch the airplanes. And I look it up. And we would have been able to see in a 25-minute span four airplanes either like land or take off. But there was only going to be one because all the flights were canceled. Oh, my gosh. We wait 30 minutes for the one plane to like come in. I'm like checking like the status. And it's like estimated like eight more minutes, eight more minutes. It lands from the other side of the airport. We <laughs> But 
Hey, I've it got- killed thirty minutes. <laughs> I've got I've got breaking news. Yes. I just got a text from your boss, Courtney. My boss? Uh, your boss. You got one from my boss. Yeah, I was like, why is Jeff's dad <laughs> texting you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, yeah. Um, I'm being asked to give my testimony um, on video uh, for Easter. Uh, wow. Do you want to, never mind. You're going to do I, great. <laughs> well, I, haven't, I haven't accepted it yet. Like, but... What are you gonna say? This is an interview. What? what are you gonna say? Are you gonna say yes? I'll probably say yes. I I mean, I feel like my testimony isn't like you know I didn't <laughs> I didn't like come back no, from. Everyone said she changed my life. Now I'm here. People always think that, but testimonies are like super powerful. Always. No, yeah, I don't think my testimony isn't powerful, but yeah, you're always like your own, your own harshest judge, and you think like everything you've gone through isn't like doesn't matter that much. But to other people, it's like very inspiring. Especially you and I, Shannon, are really bad at the like personally judging ourselves. Oh my gosh, Jeff's a it's little bit worst. better at it, but yeah. we are exceptionally harsh to ourselves. <laughs> I'm like John Legend, so it ain't no thing. <laughs> hey, I mean, I was court. I was so I was like very proud of you when you preached on one oh, Sunday. Thanks. That's like that's like my biggest fear to get up and like preach to a congregation. That's crazy. Uh, I actually have. I was supposed to do it the time that Gianna did, and I bailed. And yeah, I didn't did hear that, but I was very proud of Gianna. <laughs> yeah, there there have been a couple more times that I was supposed to get up and do it a second time, but it's really hard. And I mean, this is it's kind of a sports analogy. Like I think about it, where you know I work with some really great speakers, and so it's like they're professional athletes. And I want to be in the same realm as they are and like perform the same, but I really can't unless I practice and do it a couple more times. But it's hard for me because it's like, I don't want to be compared with these people that have done a lot longer than I have and are so much better than me without, I don't know, almost like practicing privately, but it doesn't work like that. So it's hard. Yeah. You're an Enneagram one, right? Yes. So you, you're a perfectionist. You want everything you do to be perfect. Yeah. And if it's not, if, if it's not perfect, you kind of get like weird about yeah, those Like things, if right? I'm not going to be a major league star about it, then why would I even do it? Yeah. So like uh, to give listeners an idea, Courtney was texting us before the podcast and she's like do you guys really want me on and i know that's just because she's like i don't think this is going to be perfect um i don't think i want to do this that's not what i said <laughs> yeah it's not what you said but i just it's wanted I to run through it a few times to practice no all right well exactly because you wanted it to I be did. perfect but jeff and i are not perfect no in fact what did you call yourselves Profession. A-holes. Oh. <laughs> A-holes. That's right. That's what I heard. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't I didn't call us. I'm definitely gonna have to rate this mature. Okay, whatever, guys. It's a pun. <laughs> I want to I think one of the biggest takeaways from this coronavirus and this stay at home, you know, like uh, way to way to land the plane. Is thank you. Is that we're, 30, we're like almost 35 minutes into this podcast, and we have basically just talked like we're friends because we miss each other. Just and that's talked like we're friends. Like, what well, that's what the world is like. This is what people are missing. It's like they're missing this. Yeah. Like, inner, it's great. Marco Polo is super cool, but I mean, a, a four minute Marco Polo video, I mean, 30 seconds in, I'm 2x in that thing, you know. <laughs> What? But, oh, come on. We all do it. <laughs> so, like, actually, like, 
Okay, have you guys seen so the some good news video that John did with him and Steve? So good. Yeah. Wait, what is this? Google John Krasinski some good news and watch it. It's great. Oh no, I I did I did see something about that. I haven't watched it, but I did see see that. You will be changed. Yeah. Okay. That is something that's happening right now. Is that I feel like there are really beautiful things being seen, and it is. It's about connection. It's about friendship. It's about kindness. It's about people loving each other, and that part's really cool. Even though sports are not on TV, that stuff's on TV. And the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, well, I was, I was just telling Jenny this. It's really, um, it's really cool to see how humanity yeah. just kind of shifts because, like, there isn't, there isn't sports being shown on TV, but, and you would think there, there wouldn't be a lot of content on Instagram to share, but really, I feel like mm-hmm. there's more content than ever because people are making like so many memes and like making a joke out of coronavirus or making a joke out of staying home with kids. And it's just like, so fun. Like people are so creative with how they express this. Well, and then you have musicians and comedians and actors who are all used to having creative outlets that are now also stuck at home. And so they're finding ways to express themselves. And so you've got people that are hosting concerts in their living rooms and people that are putting on fake news shows in their offices and, you know, it's like everybody needs an outlet. And so Jimmy Fallon is trying to put on the tonight show in his house with his girls crawling all over him. We we get tons of this creativity and this stuff that's happening. I love it. It's just like, it's like, it's it's like a diamond, Mm -hmm. you know, the more pressure that we get put on pops, just this beautiful, Creativity. This quarantine is going to last like 10,000 years. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe. Could Girl, be the end stop. times. Okay. I got a, I got a shift, uh, a shift of the podcast question for Courtney. Okay. Okay. Courtney, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to get, put $1 on the line. Heck no. I want to put $2 on the line. Oh No. You don't need to bet anything. I'm just I'm putting two bucks straight up. Can okay? I call a friend? No, you can't. You have you have like ten seconds to answer the question, which is not enough time to Google it. Ugh. I think. Okay. Uh, if you can Google it in ten seconds, then I guess you win. But come on, it's a gentleman's game or a ladies' game, whatever. Uh, there is a consensus number one overall pick in the upcoming NFL draft. Who is it? <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> Justin Herbert. No. Well, that's technically there. He he could he could go number one technically, technically but that's definitely not the consensus. Uh, I no, just want to no. shift a little bit to some actual sports because the NFL draft uh, is back on apparently. But not going to be on the pond of the Bellagio, wasn't it? On the or was Caesar's Palace? It was Caesar's Palace. It was going to be on the water at Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas. Yeah, they were going to have a boat. So does that mean that we're skipping over baseball season? Thank God. You all actually like die. Hey, I'm on your side. No, we're not skipping over baseball season. Luckily, this is probably going to be one of the craziest basketball seasons more likely to just be like ended. Baseball still has the opportunity like even if it's in July to start up as a different formatted season, but it's hard uh-huh. to change basketball together. We talked about it in the last basketball podcast. All of our TV shows that are now not filming. It's true. Yeah. We're never going to see the end of Modern Family. Oh, we're also never going to see the new season of The Bachelorette. I'm okay with that forever. Um, Modern Family is still running. Yeah, it's no, on its final. Oh well, actually, they probably have everything pre-recorded already. So there's there's like new episodes, but it's the last season. Shannon, have you thought about how like it's all of this? Like 
coronavirus started right after football season. And there's like a there's a realistic chance that the NFL season is uninterrupted. Well, yeah, there there is a real chance of that, but that's not to say that it won't be interrupted either. So it's just kind of up in air right now. It's just funny because all the all the memes that like the NFL is like it's like Roger Goodell sitting there going like the open faced like smile where it's like. NBA and MLB and NHL are all like scrambling for their season, and NFL's like should be good by September. Does that mean I'm gonna have to do another fantasy football league? Yes. Uh, if you're willing, fantasy football league. We were cutthroat to court. Terrible, terrible people. <laughs> I stole yeah, because first of all, neither one of you would let me make a decision without asking you, although neither one of you would ever really answer your phones when Hold I up. needed you. And then I, I would try to make my own decision, and then Shannon would steal my stuff, where Jeff at least would be like, hey, oh, that's a bad idea. Go in and fix it. And he would tell me how to do that. Shannon would just be like, that was a stupid idea I just took in. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's also who was my what was my was it my quarterback Murphy right what was his first name starts with a K. Murray Tyler. Uh, he was the <laughs> I knew worst. What you're talking about. No, he wasn't. I mean, he was pretty no. good. Ryan, who got injured, and you were upset about it. Yeah, I was injured about him getting upset, but I was injured about Murray because he would suck one week, and so I would take him out, and then he would do great the week that I had him out. So then I would put him back in, and he would suck again. Courtney, welcome to 15 no, years no, of no, no, life. I can't do it. I don't know how you guys do it. it gives me a headache. You guys have to stop. You guys have to stop talking at the same time. <laughs> Hey, it's like sounding all this weird. This is like the uh, this is basically like the barstool sports Pat McAfee show right now. Here's my question to you guys: What do you like about fantasy football leagues? Mm, that's uh, I'm going to answer real simple. Most of the time, absolutely nothing. It brings me just nothing but pain and sadness. Most of the time, but. It also okay, my actually my favorite thing about fantasy sports, is, and I think I've heard Shannon say this before, is it puts more gives me more skin in the game for watching the game. Like there's a lot of games that, like uh-huh. I wouldn't necessarily care about, but now I really want one person to do really well, and so I'm super invested in this game. So it's a game I was going to watch anyway, and it was a game that I was going to enjoy anyway. But it's a way for me to enjoy it even more. So for me, on top of what Jeff said, yes, it, it, it makes you have a lot more skin in, in each game that's going on. So it makes everything more interesting. But I, I mean, I've just been so dialed in with sports. I mean, the major American sports, so football, basketball, uh, not so much baseball, but <laughs> mainly, mainly football. American sports. Hey, I was a great American baseball sport. player when I was little, but... Just don't follow it, okay? Um, but I love the I love the strategy aspect of it. I feel like I have a really good tuition for just like players who are who are going to produce really well, and you get a sh- you get to show your strategy um, throughout the season. And I mean, it's pretty fair that I don't do well in a fantasy league. Like, I think... Shannon, didn't you come in last place think, on ours? No, he lost. No, I came in like second. Take Kelsey. Oh, who literally never changed hers and still won. She did, except for when she played me and still won. Yeah. That's not true at all. Okay, anyway, sorry, I came sorry. in second. <laughs> you saying that, you saying that like, I should be better wasn't, is... Is not very good. Honey, please. <laughs> you were both talking at the same time. I could not hear you. <laughs> the baby was screaming. Okay. 
This is Jen, what did you just say? I'm just saying, Shannon saying that he should be doing better but isn't and making it sound like something's out to get him is literally like the most not John Legend thing to say. And that's why I'm John Legend. I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> Jeff's just upset because he never makes the playoffs in any Just feels like everyone's against him. No, Shannon thinks that he's the goat and everyone's trash. So he is likely <laughs> good. I'm not gonna like deny that. But like my fantasy football season went to kapoop, but my fantasy baseball and basketball were number one. So they do other fantasy leagues? Oh yeah. It's huh. great. Wow, you oh, learn gosh. something new every day. We should probably get into uh, some of the stuff we actually had written down to talk about quickly. Yeah, let's go quick because uh, we're already like 40 plus minutes in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we are going to have... Sports. Let's do it. Some, we're going to have some sports this week. Kind of. Because there are um, really sports happening. There's no sports happening, but virtually there is. Um, there was an announcement that uh, NBA players will be playing a 2K20 tournament. Um, and I think there's going to be like one player that's selected from each team or like 18 different teams or something like that, that will play in a tournament against each other. Very excited. Wow. I am definitely going to be watching it on TV <laughs> or wherever I can watch. Jeff, will you be watching? Uh, yeah. So they're going to be showing NBA players play video games on TV. Yes, but it's going to be more, I would say, more of a live stream of the video game playing with, like, screen in a box of the player playing, the two players playing. Oh, okay. It's good. Yeah, so it's good. we're not just going to be watching someone sitting there playing. I mean, ball. sports, am I right? Um, and then as Jeff mentioned earlier the NFL draft is going to resume as planned Uh, it'll be run differently but it is going to happen so no change in the date so who is the consensus number one pick oh yeah we didn't jump around I have no idea who that is but good for him quarterback uh, out of Ohio but played in uh, Heisman Trophy season in Louisiana. Huh. Go Tigers. No, no, no. It's not even that anymore. Now it's, he's the Tiger King. <clears throat> we haven't gotten to Tiger that part King. yet. It is coming up on the list. Jeff, Jeff do you want to talk about hottest sports news? Uh, okay, yes. The last Michael Jordan documentary has been moved up from June to April, April 19th to be exact. Really looking forward to that. Um, it's going to be, a think, a four-part series where it's going to be aired episodes one and two, three and four, five and six, and, uh, so eight episodes um, being released weekly starting on the 19th. Um, super excited oh, for that. And I think it's – so it's focusing on the 1990. 798 season, if I'm not mistaken. Is it going to mention anything about Space Jam? Uh, Probably going to mention it at some point as part of like, and Michael was focused on this or something, but uh, it's definitely (laughs) not about Space Jam. Definitely about one of the greatest NBA like performances throughout a season in history. Okay. You know, you could make it a little bit more, Courtney, for us. <laughs> I just think that they could have expanded their audience if they had included a little bit more about Space Jam. I think that right now we're so deprived that their audience is just fine. It's probably true. Yeah. Um, well, other than the 2K20 tournament and the NFL draft, I mean, the hottest sports news right now is the all of the players who are just supporting their communities. I, I love it. Everything about 
Yeah, we do. I think Drew Brees is uh, has the most right now. He and his family have donated five million dollars. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. That's crazy. That's a lot of dough. All right, buy or sell, Shannon. NBA season resuming at all? Um, I think it will at this point. Um, I wasn't sure during our last uh, episode, but I do think it will resume. I I just saw something on uh, social media. Uh, someone said that they should get all the team on cruises and have them finish the season on cruises. And didn't they just say like that's the worst place for coronavirus? I mean, I'm sure they would test everyone to make sure they didn't have it before they got on, but like just seems kind of funny. <laughs> so you mean like literally everyone in the NBA gets on a cruise ship where there's a full court basketball and, and they then they like, all get corona together? And then they just stay <laughs> on the ship until it's over? And then there's like not enough medical supplies for everybody. Yes, all of that. <laughs> that would be crazy. I still don't think it's going to return. I think it'll be like the school year. Yeah. Uh, I also think that... Um, I do agree with Jeff. I mean, I don't know enough about the NBA, but I do know that... I mean, I feel like if they're not coming back, if most people aren't going to come back to school, the NBA probably isn't going to come back this season. Yeah, they were saying that the they would Labor Day weekend was like a final, like for when the M- NBA finals would start. And I'm just thinking, like, if they don't start the season till June, I mean, I guess if they started in June, they could have the finals done by, you know. Could you imagine? There's a potential this year, a potential this year, for there to be a on a Sunday. A baseball game, a basketball game, and a football game. You guys are so never coming to church again. If that happens on a Sunday, <laughs> no way I'm going to church that Sunday. Church at the field. Gosh. Um, I do think they will resume. I think it'll resume and, and there won't be crowds. Hmm. Um I think I don't know where they'll play, but I think uh, I think they'll have games without fans and like minimal staff. Do you think full season? Uh, Do you what? think the full season? Because I think that if they can't resume the full season, then they've got to just shut it down. Um, you can't have an abrupt. You can't change the rules of the game halfway through the game. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe the thing about we'll baseball, why I think it will resume, is because the, this year's game, this year's season, hasn't started yet, so they can just change it all together. I don't know. Adam Silver's a smart man. I think he'll figure something out, and we'll all be okay with it. I still think they should do like a a tournament tournament of champions style, like NBA, basically be like this season is canceled, but doesn't mean we're not doing something, and basically have a tournament. That isn't the NBA Finals. You don't get the NBA Finals trophy, but it is like an end of the 2019, 2020, you know, but they don't call it a Finals champion. It's like a one-off, like the tournament of, you know, tournament of champions and everyone's in. It's double elimination or something like that. Like they could still do that and not, you know, still have more basketball, but I don't think the season resumes. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. I think uh, the last thing we need to talk about is, is our reminders. And the first one is for everyone to watch watch Tiger King, the Tiger King, which I actually haven't oh started. So I will leave it for you two to talk about. I haven't about. seen it either. I, I mean, oh it, I feel like my social media has been blowing up. Guys, it is both amazing and terrible and wonderful. And I know I said both, and I put three things in there. That (laughs) (laughs) someone posted something, and it was like, "This the reason I don't plan my life is because if you had told me in January that in March I would binge watch 
I don't something about a tiger. I don't know, whatever. Like I would spend my life watching a guy with tigers. I never would believe you. And I was like, oh, go right. Gonna have me homosexuality, meth, and you never know when an amazing doc is gonna drop. I I told you that I was like, this would have been an it's an amazing documentary in and of itself, but the timing of the release has made it number one. (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm at home going, what the heck, Carol, Carol Baskins. Because there's nothing else on. I mean, there's nothing else. We are all desperate for something. They took friends off of uh, Netflix, and I'm almost done with The Office. So, I'm oh, but Jeff, I have to send you this. Did you see this thing about like first week in quarantine, and it's just a bunch of friends clips? Oh no! And Is one of them, it's like the first day. They're just like having the. T- I don't know. It's just a bunch of them having the time of their life, and then the next scene, it's like Joey in the box fort. And then, yes. like, when Ross is organizing, I'll send it to you. It's super funny. I laughed so hard. Please send it out. I will. Yeah. Uh, well, next up we got, don't forget to follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any other streaming services. We would love if you would leave an honest review. Um, we prefer five-star reviews, but we want an honest review. Um <laughs> Let us know. Jeff, I wrote it in there purposely as we would love it if you would leave an honest five star review. I saw review. it. I didn't like it. <laughs> we can't I can't, well, we can't cater to a five star review. I'd rather have an honest review than no review, even if it's a three star. We'll, I would rather have, I'm saying, I would rather have an honest three-star review than that person not review us at all. I'm going to give pizza more. Yeah, I feel like review. you don't really agree with that. Our bathrooms. I don't agree with that either. You want five-star reviews. Four and five-star reviews only, bro. I'm saying I'd rather have an honest one than a... No, you wouldn't. You're just saying that. I absolutely... What are you talking about? You think I'm just saying that? That's exactly what I'm saying. I am saying that. Why would you want a three-star? I don't review? want a three-star review. I'm saying I want an honest review, and we hope that it's a five-star. All right, man. This is like this is like that song where Lecrae says, "I'd rather have a dollar in my pocket than a million. I'd rather have a dollar in my pocket than a million." And I'm. That's not, no, that's not, no, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> I don't. You're have you ever looked up some pages that have like just brown nosing, kissing butt, like five star reviews, and it's just like, okay, they're just trying to like be like uber fans, and then it's like, and then get someone that's like four stars, where it's like, hey, this thing's I, I love it, and it's like, boom, I want that one instead of the like kissing butt. So you just you just proved my point. I said four and five. Yeah, I agree with Shan. I think it's gonna bring your numbers down. Yeah, three stars is too low, bro. You It's like if they take an average. I want an honest review first and foremost. Period. Oh, you are such a good person. Uh, uh, Sorry. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He's John Legend. Yeah, thank you. Honest. Oh, we got the justice too police good. in too here humble. for review. My my worst quality is that my is that I'm so humble. Haters gonna hate. Okay, that's all I gotta say. Okay, Jeff. Well, I didn't think we were gonna talk about uh, leaving reviews for so long, but yeah, the last thing we're gonna leave you. The last thing we're going to leave you with is make sure to wash your hands. Ooh. Soap and hot water. Stay away. 20 seconds at least. Happy birthday or the song of your choice. Yeah. Yeah. And make sure to practice social distancing. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what that is, please let us know because that would be hilarious. (laughs) 
Ooh, leave it in a three-star review. <laughs> what is social distancing? That's a good. That's a good topic. You guys should talk about that. Like, what are the rules for social distancing that people are or are not following? Tune in next. I don't know for the podcast. For that. <laughs> <laughs> We're just dads who love sports and political issues. Well. Courtney gets to do our send off. Oh, with what's us. our send off? It's uh, for Jeff Greytrek and Courtney Brooks. I'm Shannon Hartley. This. This. Dads who love sports. Yes. Nailed it. Oh, we, but we all oh, say it what's together. That not it. No, no. We all say, and this is Dads who love sports. We all say One it more time. together. Okay. I'm in. All right. For Jeff Greytrek and Courtney Brooks, I'm Shannon Hartley. This and is this Dad Who Loves Sports. Love sports.